Hey everyone, welcome back to Coffee Breath Conversations. I'm your host, Russell, and today I wanted to talk a little bit about a tale that I think didn't get the media attention that it deserved. And I think it's a tale of political interference. I think it's a tale that involves sending a message. And I don't think the message was about health and safety. I think the message was a final sort of nail in the coffin for Maxime Bernier's run in 2020. It has to do with election night. On election night, Maxime Bernier traveled to Saskatchewan and held his election sort of rally at the Saskatoon Inn. There was an indoor portion and there was an outdoor portion. Now, people here know that I've had Maxime Bernier on my show previously, and I don't always agree with everything he says, but he definitely in my mind, had a lot of good points. And I think that the Conservative Party of Canada should be looking a little bit at what he's doing and saying, what is he doing so right that's getting so many of our voters to his side? Now, this isn't meant to be a comparison of the Conservative Party and Maxime Bernier's party, the People's Party of Canada. I was disturbed after the event of the sort of public health political witch hunt that came along with his election night sort of rally. After the election night, the Saskatoon City Police Department announced that they were opening an investigation into the night in hopes of ticketing a group of people for violation of the Public Health Act and the mask mandates that were imposed that indicated that indoor activities required people to wear a mask as well as following certain guidelines for how many people can be in a space at a time. I was shocked at the time to find out that the Saskatoon City Police had put a most wanted style list and pictures up on their website of attendees asking the public to help identify them so that they could issue them out tickets. The fact that a registered political party would have that type of witch hunt brought after them after a election campaign To me, I thought it was ridiculous that this was the kind of hill that the Saskatoon City Police was willing to die on. I mean, it's not like Saskatoon doesn't have issues. Saskatoon uh, City is well known for its crime rate. It's well known for its issues with drugs. And yet this became the focus and the leftist legacy media hopped right on it. They were all about it. They thought it was great, you know, time to punish those anti-maskers. I think some of it was also, let's send a message to the PPC. You know, putting politics aside, I don't think it's in good taste to 
hone in on a certain political party. I don't think they would have got away with it if it was the Liberal Party. Maybe they would have got away with it if it was the Conservative Party. This is the crime statistics from 2020. Uh, 30% national average worth of crime, 25% national average more violent crime, with 32% more than the national average of property crime. And if you take a look through the statistics, they paint a very interesting picture about the city. Key findings, Saskatoon crime rates are 30% higher, violent crimes 25% higher. In Saskatoon, you have a 1 in 19 chance of becoming a victim. Saskatoon is safer than 0% of the cities in Canada. And year over year, crime in Saskatoon has decreased by 11%. Well, congratulations for that. Police to issue 20 more tickets over Saskatoon PPC election night event. Police posted photos of 15 people suspected of violating the public health order. So far, eight have been identified. So images published and broadcast from the event showed many attendees were not wearing masks. After the gathering, police said they believed the situation would escalate if they shut it down that night. The uh, Dr. Dennis Kendall expressed disappointment in the police response. He recognized concern about escalation and officer safety but must be balanced against risk to broader public safety. You have to realize right there that this doctor is advocating, in my opinion, for a cracking skulls mentality. They should have gone in there. They should have brought resources necessary to shut it down by any means necessary. You know, the, the balanced against the broader risk to public safety. Was this a group of terror squad gang members in a meth house? armed with illegal firearms? Was this a group of native syndicate gang members doing initiation rituals to get into their gang by robbing people? I, I don't think so. Police anticipate there would be relatively well-behaved individuals. The primary concern was non-compliance with the public health order. Officers were present. The vendor at any point in time is free to cancel the event if they thought it was unsafe. Uh, clearly, the vendor was okay with the arrangement. Someone had gone up on stage and asked everyone at the election night rally to please respect the hotel and wear masks when in the hotel. There are people that are wearing masks and people that do appear to be attempting to follow public safety guidelines. 20 tickets are being sent to people in other parts of the province and country. He told the Star Phoenix on the night of the event, police had resources available. But to change their policing tactic without calling out additional resources would have been difficult. So his goal was to gather evidence and issue tickets afterwards. In a follow-up with our best friends at CBC... Saskatoon police removed photos posted to identify unmasked attendees at People's Party election event. So it's basically the same information. However, there is one really interesting tidbit of information here. It says numerous pictures of attendees were posted on the police services website gathered by plainclothes officers who attended the event. So you have to realize that during this event, public money was spent 
to put plainclothes officers at an election night event of a political party. The police department announced that the investigation to this event has required more than 160 officer hours. So in possibly one of the most dangerous cities in Canada, the police department decided that the event required 160 officer hours, plainclothes police. There was advocacy from health officials to take a more hardline approach for public safety, you know, like we've seen with other police departments where their idea of helping people through the pandemic is to beat the ever-living shit out of them for violating public health orders. Maybe I'm off base here, but this is a tale of, in my opinion, political retribution that was cheered on by most of the usual leftist pundits that love to see anything conservative get in trouble. Many of these leftist pundits are also subscribed to ACAB, which stands for All Cops Are Bastards. It's a bit of hypocrisy because many times these leftists want to defund the police. They want to get away from these models of hardcore policing and undercover investigations and things like that. But when it comes to punishing conservatives, they're okay with that. They're okay with the cops because they're on their side. Now, before I wrap up, I also want to bring up really quickly here, let's take a look at the Globe and Mail. Trudeau defends Ontario event with 400 people saying all health guidelines were followed. Get ready for a fluff piece here. So you look at this picture here and... Here he is maskless with a whole group of people surrounding him. Mr. Trudeau, who was in Halifax on Wednesday to emphasize his party's healthcare plans, including COVID-19 vaccinations and efforts to put an end to the pandemic, said the Liberals followed all regulations around capacity because it's necessary to follow guidelines as we get through this. He says that, at the same time, we need to recognize that 80% of eligible Canadians have done the right thing. That means for, that for those people, being able to come back to doing things we love is more and more of a possibility. The irony is not lost on me that the person that says that we have to limit gatherings has 400 people at a gathering and can just let the excuses roll off the tongue with no effort whatsoever. So it says that the Liberal event was held at a large venue in Brampton. 400 people were allowed in and the usual is 1,000. So the maximum that could be in the room is 500. So we're supposed to feel good. You know, there was even less people than what they could have had in there. Liberal organizers marked out boxes on the ground with green masking tape to encourage people to practice physical distancing. But many stepped outside those lines in an attempt to get close to Mr. Trudeau. When he left the room, he was met by a crush of supporters. Oh, my God. Brampton Mayor Patrick Brown. Remember him? He's the one that was out playing hockey while telling you to stay home to save lives. Said that city bylaw officers informed him that the event was compliant. It says right here that there was not the social distancing required, but everything was okay. Again, 
political pandering to one party, political damnation to another party. This is the hypocrisy that I'm talking about here. When asked Wednesday why he would hold an event of this kind, including with seniors, Mr. Trudeau said that nobody tells Hazel McCown or John Chrétien what to do or what not to do. Well, maybe they should have had Saskatoon Police Service there, because then maybe they could have given John Chrétien a ticket for violating public health orders. When asked if she felt comfortable in the crowd space in Brampton, Ms. McCown, who I want to remind you is like 100 years old, and is probably at the highest risk category of everyone during this pandemic, said that while she doesn't believe the election should have been called during a pandemic. Governments have been saying, stay home, stay away, including in groups. Then an election is called, which brings people and groups together. Oh, come on, Hazel. You can't, on one hand, swoon for attention, on the other hand, damn it. That is some serious cognitive dissonance that you need to address. And I hope you can see that there's a tale here. It's a tale of hypocrisy and, in my opinion, a form of election interference targeting of political opponents. I'm thinking maybe Saskatoon Police Service should have sent some undercover officers to the event in Brampton where they could have issued out some tickets to the people that weren't following public health guidelines. It would have been good revenue for the province. And according to them, it would have enhanced public safety. So it's become very clear to me that there is one set of rules for some people and another set of rules for others. And that the police are our law enforcement services. You know, justice is supposed to be blind have not been so blind in this process. And I understand that they're different provinces, but essentially it's the same health orders. It's the same guidelines. And both involve provincial authorities making decisions about federal elections and gatherings of groups. What do you think? Am I off base here? Have I, am I out to lunch? I don't think I'm making a comment on the public health measures. I think that's a different conversation. For me, it is the blanketed political and moral hypocrisy of these people. 